What'll it be, stranger? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Is he nuts? You know what? He's crazy! You're listening to the Hollywood Saloon. Saloon Shots, Round 8. Okay, I'm going to read this straight from uh, from an article here. Earlier this week, Shia LaBeouf, 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 whatever, revealed that Indiana Jones creator Steven Spielberg has crack-racked the story, the story on the next Indiana Jones movie. Who? That's hardly... <laughs> Steven Spielberg? Huh? Who? That's hardly, that's hardly the confirmation that fans might be hoping for, but none of us have any reason to believe that the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull star would lie. Still, it's always good to hear from other folks surrounding a project during these early pre-production stages. Regardless of how you feel, there's additional word on Indy 5, this time from producer Frank Marshall. In an interview with Empire, Marshall revealed that wheels are currently turning on putting the next story to paper. We had a great time making the last one. And Harrison Ford said, we need to make this one soon. We're not getting any younger. Indeed. It's really about the script, Marshall said. Once we see that, we'll see. We're not going to wait around another 20 years. (laughs) We'd all love to make another one. I'm anxious to hear the idea. So clearly, nothing is yet definite. (laughs) <laughs> Equally clearly, the idea of an Indy Five is in the right pe- is in the right people's heads. So, where could Indiana's <laughs> treasure quest take him, and presumably his son LaBeouf characters next? <laughs> One possibility is the Spear of Destiny, the weapon used to pierce Jesus Jesus Christ's side after he was crucified. Blue blah 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 blah. This is all bullcrap. And postulating on this article on MTV. Oh, I still can't get over that we're waiting for a good screenplay part. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I needed that laugh this week. Thank you. I mean, just go and dig out. They've got like, what, a stack of 15 of them? Just go dig (laughs) one of those out, right? (laughs) Uh, You know, pull out the M. Night and pull out the Darabont. That's really what they should do. Just pull out the Darabont. You you can't pull out the Darabont. It was it was hijacked for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I mean, the main portions of it are already in there okay. in a different kind of format. It would just seem redundant. Right. Uh, same thing for the um, Indiana Jones and the uh, what Saucer Men from Mars screenplay. Uh, there's still a lot of the major beats that ended up in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So I think this is actually kind of what you want, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> let's not do any of the baggage that wasn't right. good enough to make all those years ago. Let's let's flush it. Let's bring in somebody and write a really good one. I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't even know if I, is this even worth well, talking about. Well, that, that's just, the that's I'm the problem. So over it. I'm just done with Indiana Jones. I mean, they had their shot. I saw the kind of movie they want to make, and I know that that's probably the direction they want to take the next one. And I don't know why I'd be interested in it. I think that's really the question. Did you hear our Indiana Jones show? Yeah. 
Well, and like I said, we're stretching this out even more by continuing to talk about it. But it's just so funny, I think, when you hear this discussion. Now, obviously, this is discussion. Let's just say that they're fast-tracking this even, which obviously they're probably not. Let's just say. Okay, let's play pretend. You still wouldn't see this thing for two to three years, right? Which is oh, which, least, yeah. which is fine. You would hope. You know, <laughs> you would hope. You know, unless they're trying to twilight this thing out or something. But, uh, you know... Uh, and there's so many questions around it because the thing that's so funny in both the discussions here, you get one from Shia and then you get another one from Frank Marshall. And there's the name that didn't come into into play in either one of those discussions was whom? Karen Allen? Um, hold, hold on. <laughs> you smell what I'm smelling? <laughs> Is there a whiff in the room? <laughs> George Lucas, that's right, George Lucas. I thought I smelled that Jar Jar whiff over here, or was it Groundhog? I don't know. That name didn't come up in the interview, in the article, and didn't we play in this ballpark for years where the script would get written, and then George would say, that's not the way I want to go. Nope, I don't want to go that way. I don't want to go that way. If indeed George Lucas is still the kingdom of the Indiana Jones franchise, well, then, if you don't hear that name, then really most of this is silly talk because uh, – Oh, it's all silly talk anyway. This is the same kind of thing. He can't open up a new movie without being asked about future sequels of other movies he's already been in. I mean it's just, <laughs> it just seems to be – that's the kind of questions they get. It's like, what about Indiana Jones 5? What about Indiana Jones 5? And you know, th- probably the last thing he remembered off the top of his head was just like you know, Spielberg ran into him and says, hey, I'm working on a story. And that would right. probably, you know, right, exactly. it, it probably had that much kind of levity to it, you know, kind of right. deal. Which I'm sure, I, I don't know. I, do we even want to get into Spielberg? I mean, well, I don't want to yeah. break out the the baseball fury bats or anything. But I, <laughs> there's a part of me that really hopes that Kingdom of the Crystal Skull keeps him up late at night. I hope he realizes the movie that he made. Now, there's people out there that like that movie, and maybe Steven Spielberg is one of them. But I would think if he watched all four movies in a row, he could see the difference. And I've probably said this on the Indiana Jones show, but there is no way the man who created certain films that he has in his career, Jaws, Close Encounters, on and on and on, Schindler's List, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, you cannot make those films... And then put out Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and say, just as good. You can't do it. You can't not realize it. He has to realize something or he just released it and let it go. You know, I mean, remember, I mean, we've, we've said these things about some of his other films, like some of his other lighter fare, like when he put out Hook. He had to at least know all this skateboard bullshit and stuff like that was going to rub people the wrong way and, and feel like it was pandering to kids at that particular uh, time. At least he knew I'm putting out light fare here. There was no discussion of this with with Crystal Skull. There was no, well, let's soften it up before it comes. Well, at least George Lucas did, but you would never hear. Spielberg is smarter than that because he'll never, you know, besmirch his product as he puts it out. You know, he's more of a smarter businessman than that. But at least Lucas knows to come out and say, 
well, the fans are going to not like it. You know, remember when George Lucas said that? I it was, it was like I didn't I, even want to believe it. I was <laughs> like, oh, come on, George. I'm going to like it. The diehard fans are not going to like it. We're like, yeah, pff, give me a break. You're humble, George Lucas. Thanks a lot. We love you, George. Go sit down. It's like, yeah, right. No, he was tell- he, that was a warning for your ass saying, get ready, fanboys. You're about to get <laughs> It totally was. And I got set up, walked right on in. Boom. Right. Knock me down. So, anyways, here we are playing again with this. And like we said, this isn't a real news story. This is just, like you said, light talk of people going around. But it's still, it's not like it was locked down. If you remember at the end of The Last Crusade, it was, we've done our trilogy. Let's shut the doors. Let's turn off the lights. We're walking away from Indiana Jones. That's it. It's it's. All in the making of stuff. It's it's in the writings. This was the final film. And the term Last Crusade played into that as well in the title. So really, <laughs> the fact that Indy 5 happened was, you know, an afterthought into their original plan. You know, there's three movies. That's what they were going to do. So even the fact that they're tinkling around with this and playing with this, um, means that there is life in this. There is a little bit of reality in what we're talking about here because it's been said and confirmed by um, one of the series' main stars and now the producer. So there must be some kind of tinkling, some kind of discussion. It's not like a closed, uh, you know, shut case where the doors are shut and it's all over with. So it's interesting because... This is that battle where we're talking about here. This is the commerce versus the quality. Whereas the film made a truckload of money, it's still the people who loved it before hated it. I mean, and we're not talking like, eh, it was okay. You know, it created the same divide the Star Wars prequels did. Mm, I see. I don't believe that. I don't believe that a single one of the prequel films was as bad as Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I don't care how much you hate Star Wars. There are things you can take away from uh, Phantom Menace that are Uh, memorable. I'm just saying, for other people, the way they felt like the Star Wars prequels turned them off to Star Wars, this movie turned a lot of people off, and they just didn't like it at all. I mean, I've, I've talked to quite a few. I've also talked to a couple of people that have liked it. And so, you know, I mean, so there you have it. Well, either know, way, it got both of our money. I know. But either, but still, I, I refuse to believe that any of the Star Wars prequels were as bad as this movie. I mean, this movie is head slap. Okay? And yes, there are oh, head I agree slap with moments you there. I, I, in I, Star I, I Wars. I think this movie is worse than all three of the Star Wars prequels for sure. Now, so. I am curious. Do you think we're going to get another Steven Spielberg apology? What do you mean Remember by that? Remember that apology after Temple of Doom? Oh. I'm making the third movie as an apology to Temple of Doom. Do you remember that? I do. It was like we're he, th- he used to like to throw that word around and I even said in the uh in the other show that he shouldn't have to apologize for Temple of Doom. That's where he was at the time. That's where his head was and that's the movie they wanted to make and so be it. Well, it was I think it was more of an apology for being so intense. You know, with ripping the heart out of people's chests and and yeah, scary. Yeah, I didn't bugs hear him apologizing and... for melting faces and heads blowing up in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. So I don't know. That argument's not going to hold a lot of weight with me. Well, and it was <laughs> it was Indiana. You know, like hitting short round and stuff like that. 
that really you I should think, apologize for adding a kitty element to a film that didn't need it. Now that would be worthy of an apology. Yeah, sure, sure. But you know, when George Lucas is involved, that's that's you know like you know going to happen. <laughs> so I don't know. There's two sides to this coin, and I didn't even think about this until the other day we were talking about it. And you really said, you know, you know, I hope it keeps him up at night, because if that is true, then we're looking for, you know, a redemption of epic proportions. I mean, let's call this Indiana Jones and the Great Redemption or something. You know what I mean? Cue the Bill Connie music, man. This is Rocky V all over again. <laughs> exactly. If you've got a Rocky V sitting in your shelf, you know that was scratching away at Stallone. He was like going, God, you know, I really screwed the pooch on that one. What was I thinking? I mean, <laughs> MC Hammer did most of the music in that film. <laughs> I'm surprised he still doesn't take that movie and go back and do a new edit of it, you know, with new music and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh my God, why was I hiring MC Hammer? These are my words. Can't touch this. These are my words. Hammer time. These are my words. If that's the case, then, boy, wouldn't that be an amazing thing to have, you know, I'm okay with having a Lethal Weapon 3 in the middle of my Indiana Jones trilogy if I've got something great to go afterwards, if that's really a possibility. But what are the things that have to happen? There's got to be some slapdown of George Lucas. I mean, there's got to be some, nope. Sorry, stand back. Go make Red Tails, you know? Nope, nope. Go make the Star Wars TV series. Let us handle this. If that doesn't happen and Lucas wants to get in there and get dirty and really be a part of this thing, then I'm sorry, you're not going to see. What, what was it you said before? For Spielberg to really fight George Lucas. I mean, you were saying before in the other show that he's more like a director for hire in, the, in Crystal Skull. Well... You know, it certainly seemed that way. It certainly seemed that George had the final authoritative word on the film. Well, at least we sniffed that out. See, that's the big mystery. But I mean, <laughs> if you look at that film in terms of Spielberg's other canon, it really does stick out a lot worse than Hook does. It yeah. it it plays into a, in a juvenile way that I, I just don't recall. That extreme. I mean, it's it, it, you can find it in other Spielberg works. It just never seemed to be that that blatant, that extreme, and just that kind of lazy affair attitude. Kind of like when he was making The Lost World, you know, just kind of going through it. I mean, not that Lost World is horrible or anything. It's just it always seemed to me like Spielberg was on autopilot in that movie. And hell, Spielberg autopilot is going to be better than some other directors' best days. But you can tell when Spielberg is inspired. Um, it just shows. I mean, go back and look at Munich and just look at the way he's framing shots and doing stuff in Munich. You can tell he's inspired. He's energized in that film. And that's what led me to believe that that same energy would port back over into another Indiana Jones film. And that was completely wrong. It wasn't there at all. And, I mean, I've heard some people complain it's um, he needs a new cinematographer. He's been with John Hughes Kaminsky for too long, you know, since Schindler's List. That he would benefit from a different sort of influence, maybe uh, behind the camera. Yeah, but I don't that, know. What do you think? That doesn't have anything to do with fighting monkeys. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, in terms of a collaborator, um, I mean, I think the last person that could tell George Lucas no was Marshall Lucas. So I really don't know. In well, that, in that I, terms of their relationship, I, I don't know. I think I think the the fact that you didn't hear the name George Lucas 
discussed at all. Just makes the whole thing sound dubious. Um, well, we've heard him talk about he's looking for his MacGuffin. That's been a news blurb within the last ten months, right? Oh no, there was there was. Remember at the, when when Crystal Skull came out, there was light discussion. Oh, maybe we'll do another one. Maybe we'll make shy of the main star. Obviously, right. that's the thing that's going to have to happen. Is that if they want this to continue beyond them, meaning you know, it's obviously not going to be this that Steven Spielberg directs you know Indiana Jones movies Wait. until he dies. Wait a second, I'm smelting Joe Johnson phone call here somewhere. <laughs> Hey, Joe, would you like to do an Indiana Jones movie? And then can't you hear Frank Marshall? It's my turn, damn it. To hell with Joe. It's my turn. <laughs> I directed Alive. And I directed a lot of Second Unit. Come on, damn it. I directed uh, Spiders. Come on. I directed a whole movie of Spiders just so I could prove to you that I could do tons of bugs. I can do an Indiana Jones movie. That's going to be the fight. Yeah. And then somebody goes, <coughs> Congo, <coughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the big struggle. Well, that's of course what's going to happen. Who's the successor uh, to a series? You know, it, it it makes complete sense that it would be uh, someone in that realm, someone in their camp. Or now, what would be exciting was if they if they did let um, uh, a director of note come in. You know, let's let's truly turn this thing into a James Bond type situation. And bring in a director of note, not just, you know, the second string um, Amblin type director. You know, let's go mm-hmm. and, and invite Darabont to direct an Indiana Jones movie. You know, then you're really right. playing for keeps. I think that's the card that they'll have is if they decide, well, we can sit on this thing forever and just let it be the films that it is, like Lucas has always protected Star Wars, or they can sit back and be Granddaddy, Papa Bear. Uh, you know, broccoli, and uh, guide the series. Now, that would be interesting. Well, that always seemed to make sense in terms of what they were doing anyway. And I think that was one of the early ideas was just to have different directors on each of the movies. So you literally could be cranking them out like an assembly line. Because while you're making film one, the director of film two is prepping it. And you're literally just moving from one film to another to another. Um, so you have a whole series of them. That would be great if they could actually, you know, plot it out and, and find the talent and, and the stories. I mean, I don't know. I mean, are you really that interested in following the adventures of Mutt Jones? Well, see, that's the big question is do you move to Mutt or do you reboot? You know, eventually, if they are going to do it, that would have to happen. You know? I, I want to see Indy go until the day he drops. I, I don't care. I don't believe in ageism when it comes to Indiana Jones. That man won't stop. He will he will keep going on adventures until he just can't do it anymore. And uh, if you know if the old Indiana Jones Chronicles TV show is to believed, uh, although they cut all those sequences out of the DVD release, interestingly enough, of when he was an old man right. narrating about his adventures. So maybe that doesn't exist anymore <laughs> in canon because it's not on DVD. Right. However, I still believe that Indiana Jones would just keep going. And I don't know why is it a problem to have an old character. As a lead character going on an adventure. Well, you I mean, know, certainly one of the best films in the box office and in the theaters right now concerns that exact idea and concept. So I don't have a problem with an older Indiana Jones, you know, again, maybe just clearing out the drawer, 
collecting the artifacts that he left behind and never got to get. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's now the baggage that's going to come with it that I worry about. And I, I just I don't know. I just I don't think they can pull it off. Well, bringing in Mutt. Uh, I mean, what do you say? I mean, that's that's really the future. Well, that means of the it, it has to be a team adventure. And we right. talked about you know the things that they need to make a successful Indiana Jones film. One, he needs to be on his own. Two, he needs to have a villain that is as of his equal. And three, we need to see Jones lose and get beat up and like you know he he gets the item and it gets taken away from him. And then he gets it back and it gets taken away from him. You know, there needs to be that sense of ping pong back and forth too. I think if you really want to recapture the feel, and if you don't, do your own thing. Do a brand new thing that I've never seen before. I would actually welcome that um, if they could pull it off and make it great. So well, shoot, I'd, I think it'd be better than doing what they did with Star Trek. You know, if you're going to just do a new thing, just do a damn new thing. Don't don't piddle with the old stuff at all. Just do a new damn thing. I don't know that I would be excited about that. I just. I mean, how do you keep calling it Indiana Jones? I mean, you don't. Right. I mean, I don't know what I guess what I'm it. saying is is I hope they don't try and go back to the Raiders and Last Crusade template and try right. and redo that. Right. I would much rather have another Temple of Doom, just another wild, loose cannon, but at least it's its own movie, as opposed to just trying to imitate beat by beat a formula that once worked before, even though I champion that. I mean, I think those are superior stories in that way. I just don't know if third time would be the charm. Do you remember way back to uh, the miniseries Salem Lot, Salem's Lot? Uh, what David Soul? Yeah, um, Toby Hooper. Right. Right. And uh, do you remember at the end of that that you knew that the father and the son had gone off to be vampire hunters together? And you you saw a scene of them way later on, and they had gone in search of that woman to get her and to kill her. And um, you could tell that they had been out doing that for years. You could tell that time had passed. If you're going to go back and do Mutt and Indiana Jones, you couldn't just go back to a stupid, ignorant Mutt, okay? You would have to open that thing up on that they have been out adventuring for years because you would have to give him a some sort of a of a, of a past before you're willing to pass the torch on to him, you know? So it'd be like, you know, like any other Indiana Jones movie, we just open at the end of the previous movie. You know what I mean? We open with something else going on that really is not going to pertain to the rest of the story, but we see that, that, uh, Jones has been out and basically giving Mutt an education. You know what I mean? So now then if you're going to go that direction, then it needs to turn around then. I mean, okay, stick a gun to my head right now. I'll mm-hmm. accept Mutt and I'll start talking about it. Otherwise, I don't want to. <laughs> except but I have to. You have to. Um, I, I think then Mutt should go more the, the fame and glory, fortune and glory, more about collecting the artifacts and getting the money or the bounty or the fame for it. His ethics should be different. It should be new, new school versus Indiana Jones, which would be old school. And they should split in the film. They I should agree. have a rivalry. They should be going after the same objects and trying to one-up each other. And uh, they, I, I think that would be far more interesting than the team's right. sidekick back the end, and forth. But then at the end, Mutt would lose and Indiana Jones would have to save him. And then Indiana Jones would lose and Mutt would learn his lesson and that would be great. I mean, that's, that's the only thing you can... I still don't like it. I still don't like it. Well, you don't like it because it's cliche and you've the, seen oh, the it. The other direction is, is they work as a team and it's like 
what? You know, you, it's like a, a buddy buddy movie is what it would, well, would no, become. He you becomes can, the new short round, basically. No, well, no, that that's okay. He becomes the new short round, but at the same time, they have a working relationship and then indiana goes missing and then mutt has then he has his time for us to get oh, to know please. him he's got to find did i just it. hear you say did i hope i didn't hear you just say indiana goes missing please what, what, what do not do? make me pay 1075 to go see that story listen to me listen to me at one point you have to separate him and you have to, if shia labeouf is going to take over the series he has to be on his own if for that was the you know, same plot a few as minutes. last movie his mother went missing right <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, I'm just I'm I'm riffing here, okay? I'm just riffing. We're just throwing stuff out, okay? You don't have to write it down on fucking paper and type it up as a script. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is I hate all these ideas, I even too. my own. I just don't think any of them are going to work. Yeah, but we're taking a prescribed set of rules saying Shia LaBeouf is mutt, Indiana Jones, what do you do? You know what I want to see first scene is is Harrison Ford telling Shia, no, you're going to stay in school, and when you graduate, then you can go on a mission with me. And then the rest of the movie is Harrison Ford on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> Shia is just there as a cameo. You know, th- if I see this in the credit and special appearance by Shia LeBeau, I'll get very excited, okay? Yeah, but you, you got to understand, that's not the concept. The concept is that they're handing the series off because – Harrison Ford is almost 70. Or Oh, forget that. That's like trying to say you want to make Bad Max without Mel Gibson. Just stop it. <laughs> yeah. Just wait till it happens. It ain't happening with me, all right? Yeah, you, yeah you'll be there if George Miller directs it, you will be. So don't, tell, <laughs> See, don't that, say that. That's a conundrum I don't like to find myself in, but it's true. <laughs> but it's not one I like to think about because I don't want to see another actor play Rocky. I don't want to yeah. see another actor play Dirty Harry. I don't want to see another actor play Mad Max. And I certainly as hell don't want to see another actor play Indiana Jones. These are my movie iconic characters. They were created in the movies. They weren't created anywhere else first. You ready for it? You ready for it? Mad Max 4 starring as Max Sam Worthington. <laughs> Sam Worthington. <laughs> He's good for everything. Uh. <laughs> oh man! So the real question is: Is will the new Indiana Jones be in 3D? Let's <laughs> <laughs> get a shot of the whip coming out of the camera. Everything's uh, going to be in 3D. I mean, if you think about it, by the time they do talk about making this, the 3D bonanza is going to be going so crazy. They'll probably have to do it in 3D. It would be it would be weird if you didn't. Probably is is it'll yeah. it'll become the norm. It'll become like color. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll yeah. all we'll own our 3D glasses, and that'll be the end of that. You know, the end of that. We'll discussion. see. We'll see. The audience will have a lot to say in that. And, sure. And we'll see. I don't know. I'm mixed on it so far. Sure. I mean, I love it, but I don't know if I need it or I don't know if it really makes the movie better. Now, that's just some movies, not all. We'll see when um, JC comes into town. Yeah. But anyways, um, you know, I, who knows where this is going? I mean, it's, it's a silly argument, like I said, so many, so many years out. I mean, we just blew a half hour on a nothing, a <laughs> whiff of a comment, right? Well, ooh. NDV, like I should be getting excited. I mean, isn't there some new video game out right now, Indiana Jones? No. 
and the Kingdom of Gods or something like that. I don't know what it is. Not a new one. I think they're making. They're in the process of making one for. Uh, Oh, I saw Xbox. the screenshots. It looked kind of cool. And yeah, I think there might be clips. one for Wii. I don't know. I mean, the adventures live on in, in games and whatnot. And really, based on the kind of movies they're making, they should just be making video games. You know, in a video <laughs> game, if there's a, a bunch of hundred monkeys swinging on vines, I wouldn't even question it. I'd just laugh at it, you know, and, and probably try to knock a few of them off the vines or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, uh,. Yeah, keep it out of my movies, please. And your super ants. I mean, what's next? Can what now? Scorpions? There's gotta be. Is something. that what's next? Scorpions? That's the rules. Roaches? Man. Can, oh, we already did bugs. We can't do that. You know what? So what's? I bet you. I just bet you it's just not going to happen. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, the. I mean, there was so Why much. Why wouldn't money it happen? Made. Harrison Ford just made sixty million. Plus, yeah. off the last one, yeah. everybody did well off of it. It did well. Why not make another one? I, I it's guess a slam dunk home run. I guess I just don't. I just don't know if they're going to be able to be satisfied on what they're doing. I just. I. I. I well, we don't. That comes really back know. to the Lucas factor. It's the yeah. Lucas factor, right? And and that right now is unknown. We just don't know what it is, right? So we'll wait and see. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe Lucas will reach down deep and find another great one, and they'll be able to spin something out of it. But, I mean, just based on the trials it took to get the fourth one to the screen, I don't know why we should be enthused about this announcement. I don't think we were meant to be enthused. I think it was just – I don't even think this was really a press release. This was an offhanded comment, like you said, that people had made at press junkets, you know, promoting their next films. Uh, so – like you said, it, it's not to be taken seriously. It's just a joke. We're just postulating. We're just throwing around bullshit here. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's a nothing story. But at the same time, just the whiff, just the fact that it's just not an automatic no to mean means that something's moving, something's going on, and uh, it, it's it's a it's a possibility, especially when you factor in the fact that it made you know a gazillion dollars. Are you factoring in a little redemption? Are you are you banking the Spielberg redemption card? He feels like he needs to deliver one great one. Well, I wish, out. but when he keeps on producing bullshit like Transformer movies, and and publicly going out and saying, "Yay, you know, yay team, look what we've made," my, me and my good friend Michael Bay. If if this is the stuff that he's behind, now I know that in his past he's produced a lot of bullshit as well. You know, I mean, well, battery's not included. It's robots, and you know, it was Yay and Team, sure. and it made money. And his friends wrote and directed it, and it was and, all good. And it was terrible, exactly. His buddy Matthew Robbins and Hal yeah. Barwood and all that. God, what a mistake! But uh, it's just been a lot more lately. It's been a lot more lax. I don't know. God, we could do a whole. God, how many hours could we do on Spielberg? <laughs> Where to begin? <laughs> Let's just hope that if it does happen, some freak of nature, some fluke could bring back the magic. Bring back the magic, Steven Spielberg. We we hope that you still have it in you, that it hasn't been robbed it, you know, robbed completely out of you. That maybe Spielberg shouldn't direct it. Maybe they should just get Martin Campbell. Oh, I would I would do a fist pump if I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Would you even mind? Would you just like shed a tear for Spielberg? You'd be like, nope. well, nope, not at all. I'd say go do that Lincoln movie. You know, that's just <laughs> fine.
You're listening to the Hollywood Saloon.